My brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, whom Jesus loved, and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial clothes there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter arrived after him. He went into the tomb and saw the burial clocks there and the cloth that had been covered his head, not with the burial cloth, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that he had risen from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm Deacon Joe Harrington, and on behalf of Father Sanisha and Father Tom and the entire team here at the Collaborative, it is good to have you here. And know that we are here for you anytime. In fact, we kind of celebrate Easter every day here. And we have open houses on Sunday, so come on back. So if it's been a while since you've been here, we welcome you and we're happy you're here. You complete the family here at the Collaborative at St. Paul and Resurrection. It's all good. Has anyone ever said that to you? It's all good. Usually when it's said to me, it's meant to kind of reassure me, to comfort me, to tell me to not to be afraid. And whoever says it sometimes doesn't know what to say, so they just say, it's all good. One of the central messages of Easter could come down to just that. It's all good. But don't we often look at things as not always all good? We look at all the bad news here in our community, the nation, the world. It's very easy to say that all is not good. Evil, pain, suffering. Often we believe that all of them are winning against us. And when we believe that, we can miss the message of today. We can miss the message of Easter. And we can really be blind to it. I have a story from a spiritual writer I like to, to read, Father Ron Rawlsheiser. And he writes about an actual Easter Sunday. It happened many years ago. He was a theology student in a West Coast university and just recently ordained. And it was Easter. And it was late. And it was a beautiful spring day, much like today. But on that particular day, he was mostly blind to what was around him. He was homesick. He was alone, 
all by himself on Easter Sunday. His family wasn't there. And he was nursing a real huge heartache. And it colored everything he was seeing, everything he was feeling. It might have been a beautiful Easter Sunday in springtime. It could have been Good Friday, midnight, and a dark cold The late song writer, singer, Leonard Cohen, I don't know if you ever heard of him, he died recently. One of his songs was Anthem, and there's a line in it, there's a crack in everything, and that's where the light gets in. There's a crack in everything, and that's where the light gets in. And in our imperfect, broken lives, you know what, we need cracks. We need cracks to let the light break through and shine into our lives. So here's how the light got in for Father Ron. He wanted to get out of his loneliness and feeling bad for himself. So what he did is he took a walk along the, off the campus of the school and he went to the park downtown. And right at the entrance of the park, he saw a beggar sitting there with a sign. And the sign said, it's springtime and I'm blind. It's springtime and I'm blind. The irony wasn't lost on him because Father Ron was blind that day, more blind than the baker. He wasn't seeing spring, he wasn't seeing the resurrection. He was seeing only sadness inside of his own heart. And he wasn't seeing beyond himself. So he continued to walk and he went back to the school. Bumped into four friends who ironically had the same problem he did. They were away from family, they weren't home for Easter, and they didn't have anything to do that night. So they made plans, and they made plans to go to the beach. And they built a large bonfire back in the days when you could do that. And they sat around it for a few hours. And they shared their loneliness and their misery of being away from their families, but then they, they, the talk got deeper. They started to share about their lives. The fire did for them what the blessing of the fire at the Easter Vigil the night before meant to do. The fire renewed their senses of newness, of energy, of their collective hearts. The fire shined the light of Christ into their lives. The conversations that he had and the flashback to that sign, springtime and I'm blind lifted his mood and his heaviness and his anxiety and it took away his blindness of the moment. And for a moment, God's grace, the resurrection, touched him. Christ is risen, even if we don't see him. Even if we don't notice the good things around us. Notice the good people in our lives. We have to look beyond ourselves and open our hearts. The mystery of the resurrection is really beyond our human understanding. But our faith has us believe 
that God is greater than our own limited imagination. We're human. But the hope and the joy of this day, of this Sunday morning, of this Easter Sunday, reminds us that God has that last word. He has the last word when we believe that good eventually, even though sometimes we don't see it, wins over evil. Forgiveness beats bitterness. Hope silences the sinners. Mercy wins over sin. And death is replaced with the promise of our eternal life with God. So finally, here's the good news of today. John Shea, another spiritual writer I like to read, says it like this. He says, what the resurrection teaches us is not how to live, but how to live again and again and again. Every day, we can have our own resurrections in our lives and in the lives of the people in our lives, but also the very least among us, the people who really need us to reach out to them. Those are personal and awesome resurrections that we personally can have over and over and over again every day. The hope of the resurrection is that Jesus promised that we can always be new again. Despite our broken humanness, God doesn't give up on us. No sin is unforgivable, no betrayal is final, and it's never, ever, ever too late to start again. It's never too late to see again and lift our blindness to all the cracks of our broken and splintered lives. And we see things this morning in a new light. We believe in the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. We believe that this is not just something that happened to Jesus, but will happen to us when our own bodies will be raised to new life. But here's the really great news is that Jesus raises us up right here, right now, with that hope. We see the darkness of the night become sunrise. We see the frozen grounds of winter become the beauty of spring, of the flowers, and of nature. As Catholic Christians, our hope is that all of our souls become renewed, and full of these joy. Have you seen the moon recently? I don't know if you, you have an opportunity to just look up at the sky at the moon. Our Jewish and Muslim brothers and sisters use the lunar calendar. But there's a thing about the moon is that at the beginning of the cycle, it's just a sliver. You can barely see the moon. But weeks go by and the moon becomes big, becomes and shining on the ground. Today, that's what happens to our souls. Our souls become radiant and bright. And we realize, when we come down to it, with a spirit of gratitude, 
that it is all good. It is all good now and forever. Have a happy and blessed Easter.